Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. Peter, thank you for joining us today to share your experiences of having a past life regression with me. I'm wondering if you could share why you came to see me in the first place. September last year in 2020, I was diagnosed uh, with cancer. Uh, in this case, it is pancreat, pancreatic cancer. And as part of that kind of process, it became obvious that um, I would only have limited life ahead of me. And in those kind of situations, you start to think about what will happen to us or to me when you die. People basically trying to get comfort from somewhere because death is unavoidable and it becomes very close to you. Um, so you try to find something which gives you comfort. Um, there are a couple of avenues you can find that particular comfort. You can um, indulge yourself into religion very strongly uh, and seek solace with religious leaders. Um, in my kind of case, my wife was uh, is always been interested in past life um, and started to talk to me about it as in past lives and future lives. And it became a subject which I thought was quite interested in because um, I'm not very religious, so I didn't see myself going along that path. Um, and I just wanted to know more about it and um, trying to find a bit more kind of comfort out of um, what I'm going to going to through in, 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 in my future life. So um, yeah, it is um, basically a subject which came close to me and, and I wanted to know more about it. If uh, being an engineer, I could be a bit skeptic and, skeptic and think um, that is not real or that is not my cup of tea, but uh, I've got an open mind and, and and I just wanted to find out a bit more about it and, and see if it's, it suited me, if it gave me comfort. So you came along and then we did do a past life, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. We did a uh, past life regression, um, which was quite interesting. Um, again, being quite skeptical about all these kind of things. Uh, some segments came forward, which um, I didn't think would come forward. Uh, so it was a bit of a surprise. Um, also, being a bit of a skeptic, I thought perhaps um, the process being followed that it could be something which sits in your subconscious and then inner regression comes comes back out again. But there were segments in there which I know were not in my subconscious. Um, and therefore, where did I get it from? Um, 
also that when I started to check them afterwards, um, because you want to get the facts right or you want to know what the facts were, um, you actually found out that things were quite accurate, um, which was quite amazing in my kind of mind because that proved that uh, there is uh, and, and that there is some truth possible behind it all. Can you share anything about the actual past life? What yeah. Yeah, my I, I initially went um, back to my past life, and it turned out to be that um, I was a little German boy. Um, the scene was set about 1900s, and I was um, standing in an in a German village, um, which I recognised as a German village, as such that uh, the houses were very colourful. There were a lot of flowers around, and um, I knew it was early days, as in time-wise, because um, there were no cars around, only horse and carts. Um, so that gave a clear indication that it was pre-car kind of time timeline. Uh, got the feeling that it was around the 1900s. It's quite funny uh, that I regressed back to Germany because I've been quite interested in the Second World War, obviously being won by the Allies at that particular time. During the Second World War, Holland was occupied, uh, where my parents lived. Um, so there was some kind of resentment against the Germans by doing that, because a lot of people lost their life in Holland as well as part of that occupation. I would never think of regressing back to Germany. So that was a bit of a surprise to me. Um, the, the other thing was that during the regression, I talked about what I saw, as in I saw people. Uh, I described the people, what kind of dress they were wearing. Um, this was something I didn't, shouldn't have known out of my memory because I never checked up what people were wearing in the 1900s in Germany. And I described it quite well into what kind of dresses and clothes they were wearing. So again, that was later and kind of confirmation to me that um, you know there might be some truth in this um, because there was that, that particular part I would never have known as in not coming out of your subconscious. So that was interesting. The, if it was my parents, because I could never find out if there were parents, there, were, there was a female standing on the street, there was a man standing in the house. Um, so they were separated. So... Um, from that kind of discussion, we, we we gathered perhaps that there was some friction between the father and the mother, um, and that perhaps they were not living together. They were living apart because I never seen them or did, never described them together. So that was quite interesting. Then we suddenly moved forward uh, from that particular scene, which brought us um, in the First World War. So I obviously grown up and was fighting with the Germans as part of the World War I uh, in the trenches in Belgium. Again, that was a kind of strange kind of phenomenon for me because I would have thought that if I was regressing in my current mind, I would be regressing towards an Allied unit instead of a German. That was an interesting aspect as well. So um, I described what I could see as in the trenches, um, a lot of shoot, shooting and bombarding going on around us, uh, people being scared. And then uh, similar to the Allies, we were instructed to, to go over the top. 
as you call it, and we moved over the top and then I was running in the, in the battlefield as such with a lot of um, explosions around me. Then suddenly this huge explosion happened in front of me and I fell back and basically that was the point I was died actually because I see the next scene was me hovering above myself. I saw myself lying flat on my back staring at the air or the sky, um, looking upwards and no no movement in me at all. So so from that point onwards, I, I've died. Again, that was a significant kind of part because um, I thought that when you have an explosion and you're being thrown backwards, that you wouldn't die. And there is evidence that actually with huge explosions in front of you, the person can actually be thrown back and die due to lack of oxygen or whatever. Um, because the question was asked that at the same time, do you see any kind of injuries? Can you see any blood? And I looked at myself and I couldn't see anything. I was totally complete, as you would call it, no cuts or bruises or anything like that, no blood coming out of anywhere. So clearly I was killed with the, the massive explosion in front of me. Then I described that I went upwards uh, towards the clouds and normally people keep on looking back at themselves when they rise to the sky. In my kind of case, I was describing that I didn't look backwards, I looked upwards and I went and I went up to into the sky and the next scene I, I described was that I actually um, appeared into where the spirits live. Uh, I was welcomed by my family um, and I was shown my lodgings where I was going to, uh, I wouldn't say live, but where I was going to stay for the rest of the time being. Um, people in the spirit world have uh, jobs to do. And um, that's something else I didn't know that people in the spirit world have jobs. So that was something new to me. Um, so the question was going to be uh, that I was asking what everybody did and there were administrators and people did all sorts of things. And then my question was to them, to the spirits, to what are you expecting me to do? Um, and the spirits told me that I was going to be a guide and that was the purpose that um, I was coming up to the spirit world because they needed me to be a guide in the spirit world, helping people transition between the earth or the normal world, the living world and the spirit world. Again, Having not studied in depth, I um, didn't know the understanding of the word, word guide. So why I suddenly came up in my transition that I was going to be in guide uh, was something which was not in my kind of subconscious. It couldn't have been in my subconscious because I didn't understand what the word, word guide was. In the spirit world, and guide is actually quite an important person, which again, I didn't know uh, and found out after the regression that guides are very important. It's, it's the spirits always also told me that that was the reason I was going uh, up to the spirit world. And that was the reason why my life is actually cut short at a fairly kind of average young age. So that gave me 
some solence that um, there wasn't reason why I had to go up there. There isn't reason why I've got terminal cancer and can't in soon can't live in, in, in the living world anymore. So yeah, that was quite a revelation for me um, to find all that out. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. That That's quite an amazing story. That's yeah, I was quite I, I was quite amazed about it as well when it all came came and actually uh, started to understand what I've been saying. So there's quite a few surprises there about having cancer and being told that you're leaving the planet in the near future, mm, and that you will be a guide, which of course is an important job. A lot of us know that who are in the regression world being a guide is important. So that, uh, that did you feel the presence of your spiritual guides? Uh, I could, yeah, visualize it. Um, I, saw, I saw, saw them and they talked to me. Um, so did I feel the presence in, in that kind of concept? I, I probably felt the presence. Um, again, it, it was something totally new to me. I never done it before. I never uh, investigated it before. So clearly, yes, um, there wasn't presence there. Otherwise, they wouldn't have told me what I was going to do. That's right. And I think they also said, if I remember correctly, that you had completed your tasks for this life. That's correct. So obviously we all been set tasked and um, they told me basically that my task, I completed my task. Uh, I, I did what I came, had to do on earth uh, in, the, in, in the living world and uh, now completed that. And um, yeah, therefore it was time to go up to the spirit world and, and basically um, perform that task. One of the things that I've noticed is that the guides who come through during the regressions are very respectful of free will. And they tell us that it's important to ask for help if we want help. In your life, would you say you're somebody who has been accepting of others and not sort of interfering in their, their journey? Um, yeah, I mean, I never fully recognized it probably in my life what what the spirit worlds were doing and um so to me it was something to, it is something totally new and i'm just trying to get the grips with it at the moment so in my in my earlier life um i must say that i never thought about guides or people uh, coming into my spirit being um to do things and and etc so you, you hadn't thought of that before. You weren't familiar with the idea yeah, of God. It, it, it's exactly that, that. I never thought about it and I was not familiar with the whole concept of it. What I'm trying to suggest here is that some people are a bit pushy and trying to help people and others are sort of step back and let people learn things for themselves. I, I, in, in, my, in my life, I've, I've, I've been a strong believer that... Um, Younger people with lesser experience, I need to help them to to basically on their path onto their career, so that they become um, a professional kind of person. Um, so I spend my life in that kind of remit, as in always trying to teach 
people and share my experience in in life and work uh, with them. And that's coming out now at the moment is, is when people start to understand or or learn that I've got terminal cancer. I get a lot of, lot of mes- messages from um, the people I used to work with, like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, even very recent, uh, who all come back to me and say, thank you, because you have been such a good mentor, you changed my life for me. In that kind of concept, I'm I'm trying to change people's life, but I'm changing it for the better. I'm trying to teach them uh, um, life skills, and I try to teach them um, or share my experience with them so they can use it in later life. So um, that is kind of a prominent kind of uh, treat of, of myself that I like that. I, I, I'm, I'm that kind of person. Okay, and it doesn't sound like you, you're pushy about it. You sound to me more that you model it and explain it and share your experiences. That's that's the point yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, and, and every person is different on how you how you how you communicate with them. Um, so I had people who had been quite, well, not difficult, but they had issues with communicating with the managers and basically didn't like their job anymore because they got a lot of grief from the managers because there was no communication there. And I was always able to um, communicate in their own language so that there was kind of contact between the two or a link between us two. Um, and what I basically said wasn't trust built there. And what I said to them, they basically did it and believed me and prospered from that. So that's been a bit of a confirmation as well for you. Now you've realised that you have been the sort of person mm. who's been mentoring and guiding. Is that sort of coming clearer to you now? Uh, it is. Um, and it is something which comes to me natural. Uh, it is not something which I've taught myself. It is coming from within, uh, and and that is possible. I might have been always like this, even before in my previous lives. Um, and I think it is something which is natural sitting in me, and that is being recognised by the spirit worlds as well. Yes, it does certainly sounds like that. So that was news to you about being a guide. There's quite a few things that were challenging, I guess, to your uh, outlook before, which you're opening up to now. Mm. And you've shared that very beautifully with us. In the regression, people have different ways of receiving the information. You mentioned that you were visual. Were the images clear? Can you share anything more about how you received the information? The the vision, yeah, I I had a vision in it and and clearly saw things uh, during my regression. The strange thing was that I couldn't recognize any faces or describe any faces. So I did see the figure. Uh, It clearly, I saw a female. Um, I saw the clothes, but I couldn't actually describe the facial kind of expression, what they looked like. Uh, And that was with, with all the kind of people which I met during that regression. But when I came actually and and I was on the battlefield and I laid on my back looking at myself, I did recognize myself. But yeah, so so yeah, it was a bit strange in that kind of concept, but it was, um, I had a vision kind of imagination or, or vision of the properties and what was in it. Uh, the, the type of clothing they wore, um, et cetera. 
so you didn't recognise their faces. Was that true when you went to your life between lives, which was the spirit world? You met some relatives, I think. With, yes. You didn't really see their face either, or did you just... No, get... I recognised their faces because I could, in, in that kind of concept, I actually did see the faces and basically recognised the, the individuals. So I knew who, who, who what was, but... Um, I must say that, yeah, but when in my early life, and perhaps that is perhaps something of a child that they don't recognize faces very easily. They go more for the round shapes or the shapes of people. I don't know. Well, in the past life, you're saying you didn't recognize or didn't see the faces. You didn't see the faces mm. in the past life. But uh, when you went to the life between lives, we call it, or we could, you call it the spirit world, which is a perfectly good name, you did recognize some relatives you don't need to talk about them but was that a surprise as well no i, I would have expected that that okay. if you once you go in the spirit world i, I did expect um to, to see my past family in there or uh, the family who deceased and how did you feel about that Can you just share generally any feelings uh, you had i i was i must say during the whole process i felt very comfortable um it was um, nothing to be afraid of. Um, I felt at ease. I felt comfortable in the whole process. Did you have any strong emotions during the process? I, I did have, but it was more my earthly kind of emotions who, who played a role in it. Um, not my kind of spirity, kind of spiritual kind of emotions. Okay. Yeah, and, and it, it is said that with... Um, the disease I've got, the, the cancer, that emotions can actually flare up quite easily in, within years as well. So it's, it is a very emotional time for me. So that could also be part of why I was emotional. That makes sense. It's generally, generally you're more emotional at the moment anyway. So that wasn't anything that was particularly surprising mm. to you. Uh, was there anything that really did surprise you? You've mentioned a few anyway, but maybe you could just tell us if there was anything that really surprised you. Yeah, I, I was surprised about the process um, where you start regressing to the spirit world. Um, it, it talks about hypnosis. Um, and, and I thought actually that you would actually be knocked out. You, you, you were fast asleep and it is, it is like a dream. But... I was, during the whole process, I was fully conscious. Then I saw images came into my mind and, and words came into my mind and, and objects came into my mind, um, which was instantaneously. And that is what I talked about. So that was a bit of a surprise, that kind of process, um, how it works. Thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I think you've given us a really good description of your experience and is there anything else that you would like to add before we as i said at the beginning i was quite skeptical i'm an engineer who look who basically look at facts and try to prove everything around them to to make them true or false um, i wasn't a bit skeptical about it but as i said before there were so many aspects in that kind of regression that there were things in there which i couldn't have possible got out of my mind, even subconscious mind. They were totally new to me. And that was more or less proof that 
to me that um, there is some truth behind it all. And um, I just hope that uh, once I pass on to the spiritual world, it is actually exactly as it is, as I described it to be. That would be very interesting. So you are open to that now? You had an experience of death in the past life. Does that help you in any way as you see that approaching? I mean, it's approaching all of us, but it's approaching you perhaps a little bit sooner and you're aware of it. So is there anything that you would like to add there? Yeah, I think it is. I I learned that it is a very peaceful process. Um, The fact that once you're dead, it is a very peaceful um, kind of process and, and you see your past family members again. Uh, and you can communicate with them. Um, so there was some fear originally with me, basically knowing that I was going to die. And I think that fear is now uh, subsided. Um, so that um, I've got a bit more comfort in my life. Um, so I don't have to worry about death. It will come to me. But um, yeah, at the moment, I'm quite in a kind of peaceful kind of way of thinking. It's very nice to hear that, Peter, because we're pretty excited about you being a guide on the other side. Mm. (laughs) I'm hoping you might drop in sometime in one of my sessions. I'll have have to do that, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you very, very much for sharing your experience with us. I think that will really help people to get a deeper understanding. Of course, all of us have to make up our own minds about these things. You sharing your experiences will help some, I'm sure. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.